You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing deals, reliably low prices, all the parts you will ever need at rockauto.com. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of chasernthecouch.com, and we've made it. Hasn't been without a lot of bumps on the road. Bumps are still coming. Clayton Kershaw just announced he's not starting tonight because he injured himself in the weight room. But it doesn't matter because I'm talking about injuries prior to a game because this is baseball's opening day. And I know, given the circumstances, it probably shouldn't be happening. But it is happening. And I'm ready. I've been ready for it. Been waiting patiently. Been watching little tiny pixel men run around on my computer for four months in an effort to stave off the wait. We're finally here. Starts tonight. Get to watch the Nationals against the Yankees. And since Ryan Zimmerman opted out of the season, I can root for the Nationals wholeheartedly. Unless they start Kurt Suzuki. But either way. But I'd still root for the Nationals over the Yankees anyway. Um, Max Scherzer is up against Garrett Cole. That's going to be fun. But... This is a Blue Jays podcast. This isn't a let's go show over the schedule podcast. I'm going to talk Blue Jays because the Blue Jays actually played games against an opponent this week. They played on Tuesday and Wednesday in Fenway Park. And, you know, maybe because they actually knew where they were going to play, they performed very well. And uh, we are going to talk about that in a different episode because there are some things to say. And I'm... I'm glad that I didn't come out and say, oh, they're playing in Pittsburgh or, oh, they're playing in Canada. <laughs> Some, sometimes things work out in my favor. This is one of those times. So we'll be talking about that on the next episode. But game talk. Blue Jays come away with one and a half victories over the Red Sox. Say one and a half because they called yesterday's game due to rain after four and a half innings. So technically, it wasn't an official game. But the Red Sox were losing. And Yamaguchi was firing into the strike zone. So deal with it. Yeah, Toronto comes away with a 10-6 aggregate victory. Let's say that. Um... So we'll talk about the a couple of things that emerged from that series of games. I'm going to save the, the roster talk for tomorrow. Uh, we'll go over the opening day roster because that was announced today. Some surprises on there, but uh, some names probably wouldn't be surprises if you actually looked at the trends the Blue Jays had going for them. So we will be going over that tomorrow ahead of the Blue Jays. Season opening game against the Rays, which uh, I've never been happier to see Tropicana Field on my screen. So, 
There's there's a lot to talk about. I swear. All right, we're gonna get to the actual things from uh, the games in Boston, and I'm gonna save the pitching for later in the podcast because um, there's there's a little more to get into with that. Obviously, with Nate Pearson making his first appearance in a major league park, but I do want to talk about the hitting briefly. And suffice to say, it was a bit up and down uh, for for some Blue Jays. Uh, it was tough to see Bo Bichette not really get into a groove. I mean, yeah, it's early, but um, obviously obscured by uh, some of the balls that were flying out of Fenway off the bats of Blue Jays batters. Um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had the two-run shot in last night's game, the only offense that was seen in last night's game came off the Vladdy bat, so Plakata for all. But um, the the previous night's game, the Tuesday night game, that that was an impressive display to beat up on the Boston bullpen, which is definitely not as good as they think it is. Hasn't been since they let Craig Campbell go, which I'm very happy about. But the catalyst for that and the person who takes away man of the match honors, I guess, was Derek Fisher. And Derek Fisher did exactly what Derek Fisher does. He makes you very mad for the opening little bit. And then he gets a a mistake pitch or two and he just crushes the absolute living daylights out of them. Because... Again, that is the Derek Fisher M.O. He will hit into a double play and then immediately send one skyward. Um, He was able to take both Matt Barnes and Ryan Brazier deep, which is essentially the the main guys at the back end of the Boston pen with with Brandon Workman. So he's definitely a late-game pinch-hitting option against Boston, if nothing else. But... Is that going to be enough to, you know, get him firmly entrenched in that batting lineup instead of Teoscar Hernandez? That's going to be the one of the main subplots of this shortened season is who is going to really take hold of that right field slot. We talked about this on the podcast before. And having him like that does help Fisher. It, it probably helps that no one else has really, you know, made a move. It looks like in summer camp to really seize that role. Teoscar Hernandez has been very quiet. Anthony Alford hasn't really done much. Um, so it's it's not like the competition has risen up to his level, but that power is exactly what keeps Derek Fisher on an MLB roster. It's so tantalizing, and he can seemingly find it, but it's so hard for him to do, and that's been the key to having success with Derek Fisher in the lineup is getting him to find it on a regular basis. So, you know, you get some some actual moving of the chains with him instead of hoping a pitcher makes a mistake because there will be some mistakes early in the season, but it probably won't be enough to justify having Derek Fisher swing and miss a lot. And... I know I got a little attention on Twitter when I said if he hits 15 home runs in 2020 in regular season play, 
I would buy a jersey with his name and number on it in that new blue. I think I'm going to be able to hold on to my money. That's that's my sincere hope. Well, I mean, would I like a new jersey? Yes. Derek Fisher? We'll see. If he manages to do that, I mean, that 50 home, 15 home runs in 60 games works out to a 40-45 home run season under normal circumstances. So, yeah, if Derek Fisher can do that, if Derek Fisher can threaten a 50 home run pace over a normal season, I'll do it. I will get the Derek Fisher jersey. It will pain me to do so, but I will do it. And I will have help because it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair, everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our new friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. And boy, if it hasn't been chaotic lately, um, they offer CBD Freeze with Menthol, which is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or squeeze tube. So you just put it right on where it hurts it goes right to it and then cbd recover combines cbd with inflammation fighting compounds like arnica and vitamin b6 i had to make sure i get the right number you don't want to be like oh vitamin b8 what is this no vitamin b6 to give you the support you need where it matters the most and to make it easier for you to try both these topical creams and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering our listeners 25% off their next order when you use the promo code Locked On MLB at checkout. So that's CBDMD.com, promo code Locked On MLB. You get 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. So check them out. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's talk pitching because Nate Pearson made his quote-unquote debut in a major league ballpark on Tuesday, and everyone was excited. I was excited. Like, you know, I I settled in. I watched him completely baffle Andrew Benintendi. I'm just like, I got chills watching that just like oh that breaking ball is so good he hasn't even touched it with the fastball yet and then Boston proceeded to light him up four straight balls all high to JD Martinez which I understand I wouldn't want to pitch to JD Martinez either Ryan Barucki made that mistake and now he's at the alternate training site um single to Rafael Devers single to Xander Bogarts to score Martinez three-run home run into that little corner pocket of Fenway by Mitch Moreland. And I think every single Blue Jays fan was looking at that and just like, oh, no. Oh, please, please, not again. Like, because we've seen this. We've seen all these super hype prospects come up and then not be able to deliver at the major league level. Does the name Jesse Litch ring a bell? Dustin McGowan. Yeah. Sean Markham. Yeah, Mar- Markham probably the better out of those three, but but still, come on. We expected more out of those guys, and we did not get it. 
But probably the best thing Pearson could have done is exactly what he did on Tuesday night, which is go back out there, settle down, and just start, you know, reining things in and, and figuring things out. And he talked about this uh, post-game. He, he realized he was, you know, trying to aim his pitches instead of throwing them. Not relying on his stuff, not really letting his stuff speak for itself. He was he was a rookie. He was shook in his first inning at Fenway Park. But he made the adjustment and performed much better after it. He only got in the four innings, but I think that was the plan anyway. And, you know, that's that's what you want to see. Because that's not something that comes easy for a lot of these phenoms. Like last year, we saw Vladimir Guerrero Jr. struggle at first. And it took him a while to be able to put that together and actually, you know, be the star that he was supposed to be. May Pearson went out there, figured it out in the same game, and went out there and started performing better against the Red Sox. So that that was a positive. It it didn't come with as, as many strikeouts as I think people wanted to see, but uh, that you're you're still not going to get that that curveball if you're dependent on out of my mind because that was that was filthy. That was a filthy pitch. And then last night, Trent Thornton went out and did what Trent Thornton needed to do to lock up that rotation slot. Three innings, one hit ball. He mixed his pitches very well. That's the key to Thornton's success. He has so many pitches that he needs to rely on, you know, batters not being able to figure it out until it's too late. Just basically playing the N64 guessing game when he's up there. And it looked like it worked very well. Last night, and if Thornton can keep that up, you know, he won't be a number five starter for long. He'll move up to number four, and he'll he might move up to number three. I mean, we'll we'll see how Chase Anderson's oblique is feeling, but Thornton wasn't going to be in danger anyway. He proved himself last year in that crucible, so it was nice to see Thornton get that. And then some of the uh, some of the newer arms that the Blue Jays are looking to rely on this season performed very well. The bullpen outside of Ryan Barucki's mistake pitch to J.D. Martinez, which is why you do not throw in the middle of the zone to J.D. Martinez, throw him those high fastballs. But they all showed up very well. Shun Yamaguchi survived a bloop single to get through the Boston side uh, last night in the rain. Exactly what he needs to do in a bullpen setting. Uh, Rafael Delis coming out looking like Kenley Jansen and dropping the breaking stuff. Ah, like, like, I'm, I am a sucker for a good curveball. Like, I, I love, I love it when you can go 12-6 or, or 1-7 on someone and just, ah, it looked good. It looked good. I, it might have been a split finger, to be honest, but Delis had a lot of good stuff working. You'd see why the staff was raving about him. Jordan Romano came out and was effective. Sean Reed Foley in a relief role came out and was effective. Um, so there, there were a lot of positives to take away. Anthony Bass came out and got the win with a clean inning. If, if the Toronto bullpen can consistently do that, then they have an opportunity not just to make like this expanded playoff system, but they will have an opportunity to 
you know, really make some noise and earn a home game that they won't be able to play at home, which we will talk about another time. I think maybe we'll 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 do it with the help of our friends at rockauto.com. Just a reminder that rockauto.com has amazingly low prices, consistently low prices, whether you're a professional mechanic or just someone puttering around the garage. RockAuto.com has an easy-to-navigate website that will help you find the parts you need for whatever car you're building, whether it's that that classic dream car, the the old Thunderbird, I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to think of my old cars. Um, or just looking for, for a strut to replace on the Corolla, which I, I kind of need. But anyway... You will find it at rockauto.com. It's a family-owned business. been running for over 20 years. Been servicing the online community that entire time. So they know what they're doing. They will help you get the parts you need. And just a reminder that, you know, when you're at checkout on rockauto.com, they're going to ask you, hey, how'd you get to rockauto.com? So it would help if you put in locked on in that little box because then you know we get some credit and everyone's happy and we want everyone to be happy there's not enough happiness going around so check out rockauto.com for amazing selection and reliably low prices all in one spot so check them out and check us out next time because we are at the end of this podcast just a reminder if you're not following the podcast on twitter and facebook you can do so at locked on jays Um, You can subscribe on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. You can subscribe to make sure you do not miss an episode. And you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrew Z underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. So dumb. And yeah, that's it. I'm going to leave y'all to tonight's action. Um... Again, we'll be talking a little later about what the heck the Blue Jays are actually going to do this season. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But until then, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.